This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, 25 after 5, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. What is up? Good morning to you, as some would say. As uh, Jerry Jones has uh, made it clear, he'd like to wish everybody a good morning, as he did yesterday in Dallas. Good morning. Yes. I did see he commented on playing the Jets this week without Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I, unfortunately. So I just downloaded that before we came in. Hopefully I'll have that by 9. Oh, 9 o'clock. All <laughs> right, well, let me give you what he uh, the, the one that's making the rounds. Uh, uh, Jerry Jones, what is he on the fan down yes, there? Yes, every uh, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, he was talking about playing the Jets without Aaron Rodgers now, and he said they're loaded across the board. This will be a tough game, one way or the other. Jerry, it will be. I agree. Yeah, because that Jet defense better punch them right in the mouth. Well, Jerry. that's how they would win the game, I think. Yeah, you're gonna have to turn over Dak, pick them off like they did Josh Allen the other day, force a fumble or two. Give Zach Wilson and that offense a couple of short fields. And, yeah, I mean, I, this is no gimme. For, I, I'm I'm laughing at all the people, you know, listening to this station a little bit that I did yesterday and, and driving in with McMonagall. You know, all these people calling up saying, oh, God, the Jets are going to be one and one. They're going to get steamrolled by the Cowboys Sunday. Yeah, I understand the Cowboys won 40 to nothing on. But as we've talked about, that was a just barrage of misfortune for the Giants. Good morning. Yes. Mm. I do not see anything close to that on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and it's it's funny. The NFL is just what you – we still haven't learned that what you expect doesn't always happen. And of course not. It's every sport now. Every sport. Why? Yes. How many years, Jerry, Because do it's we not need... Madden. That's why. No, but I'm saying, like, how many years does it have to happen for us to finally catch on to not assume – like, right now, in my head, I've got – the Giants beating the Cardinals and losing to the Niners. Because it's not logical. That's why. Right. Because logically, the Giants were a playoff team last year. The Cardinals, by many accounts, want the number one pick next year. So it would make no sense for the Giants to go in and lose this game. But the the thing you forget, which I think we saw in Washington this past Sunday, you still got 50-something guys that are on that roster that are trying to win a game. And they're still pretty damn talented. Right. We could have the Giants go lose to the Cardinals and then beat up the Niners. Yeah, on that, a short no, they're week not they're not gonna beat the Niners. In San Fran. That's not happening. We don't know that, Jerry. Um I'm pretty close to knowing that. That's why they play the game. Since you mentioned uh Jerry Jones. Yeah. I want to play a couple of Michael Michael Parsons for you. Good morning, Jerry. This is not gonna go well for him. And I'll tell you why. All right. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing. So yesterday was I guess uh Monday, because I played the clip about Daniel Jones yesterday, so I guess he did it on Monday. Episode one 
so this is new for him, I guess, is the Edge podcast. That's what he's calling the it. The Edge. Yes. And it's a Bleacher Report thing. And so I'm thinking, oh, we maybe did 10 minutes and gave his thoughts on the game. That's what I thought it was. So I went and got the whole podcast today. Al, it's 45 minutes. He is taking fan questions. And he spends 40 minutes talking about the league. Other players, other teams. And I don't. I think he's doing it as a football fan, and I don't think what he's doing is bad. But he's going to say something that's going to come out wrong, and he's going to piss a lot of people off. So, and this doesn't. I don't. This would probably piss Brian Dable off, but that would be it. Does so he have a co-host? No. Oh, it's just him. Talking? It's just him. So he's just sitting there in what looks like a cowboy themed room, color wise, and then he's got a Max Crosby jersey hanging, and I forget who else. He's got two other ones. I don't remember which two, but there are two other jerseys that are hanging. Maybe a no, it's not a JJ Watt one. I forget, but whatever. I know Max Crosby's right in the middle. So he's just sitting there talking, and it looks like every now and again he looks down at his notes, but he's not reading. Like he is just talking. So at one point, the question comes up. Did the Bengals bench Joe Burrow on Sunday? And he's like, great question. No, he goes, the Bengals, the game was over. The weather was terrible. The Bengals were doing right by Joe Burrow. Get him the hell out of there. To when, to then he, now keep in mind, the way this whole podcast started, he was talking a lot about Daniel Jones being a really good quarterback who had a bad night and looking at last season and the playoffs and the blah, 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 blah. And the Giants are a good team and should be a playoff team. Couldn't have been more complimentary about the Giants. So when doing the Burrow thing, this is 30 minutes later, he comes back to Jones and the Giants and the fact that Jones was still playing in the fourth quarter, getting blitzed in a driving rainstorm, and he had these things to say. I thought they should have protected him and pulled him out, and barring injury, their season would be over without Daniel Jones. Okay, and then it would continue saying they kind of did him wrong. I do not agree with Daniel Jones staying out there into that last drive. That was, I thought that was wrong. I thought it was deceiving. Deceiving? <laughs> They're deceiving their own quarterback? And then the last one, he's like, what were they doing? That's your franchise quarterback, and he's out there with the backup offensive line still getting sacked and hit. I, I just didn't understand. Maybe it was a, you know, prove it moment by the Giants. I have no idea. A learning lesson. Who knows? But I thought Daniel Jones should have got pulled out. And I don't disagree with him, but it's weird for me to hear another player on a different team talk so openly about the way another team is doing business. Right, especially when you're going to play them again later on in the year. Yeah, and he's got the one thing that was very clear. He's got Daniel Jones's back. He thinks he's a really good player, and his comments come from a place of, you're going to get him killed. Why would he be out there? But if you're the Giants, I would be thinking, how about you worry about your own team and shut your face? Yeah, shut your mouth. But I, I don't know. It's just, And if he's going to, if you zip through the way the podcast is on YouTube, you can move it and it will tell you what he's talking about. Yeah. So like one, and he didn't go there, but I guess someone asked him online, most over, not overrated, overhyped teams so far to where week eight, he might answer that question. His reply was essentially it's week one, who knows, but he's taken the questions and, like, commenting on a lot going on in the league. Ugh. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, this is the new thing I think that podcasts are starting to do since there are so many podcasts and they're so long. Like we put out podcasts all day long here from the radio station. And I keep hearing this uh, promo that runs during uh, Evan and Tiki on the stream. It's a pod. I think it's a Mike Valenti podcast, one of the podcasts he does. And he goes, it's a it's a betting podcast. So he's like, we're going to go through all the games. Now, do you want to sit there for two and a half hours and listen? But on the timeline on the podcast, you could zip to the games yeah. you're interested in. That's a very interesting I think it's great. thing to do these days. Like one of the things, especially with this one, if you go to the end, he had a Jet Cowboy preview. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to get some good sound. The problem is he's talking about how do we defend Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. We're playing the, the best of my generation. If you take Brady out of the you know, one and two. And I'm like, oh, I can't use any of this now. Right. It's all outdated yeah he was talking about and the one thing that comes across very clearly is he loves the game and he is a football nut like he was counting down the time to monday night football i couldn't wait for jets bills but that's is that the dude who wears number seven on the cowboys uh michael parsons is 11 11 i get i get a seven, seven is trayvon diggs yeah i get seven and 11 yeah. confused yeah i hate that they were those numbers Me but too. Yes, i want 24 everson walls <laughs> so weird What's weird is when I see, and I forget who it is now, I'm blanking out, number 20. I see Ron Springs. Yes. It's so strange to me how those numbers still pop in my head like I was a kid. I think there's a guy wearing 33 on the Cowboys playing defense. There is. Um, oh, come on. Is that Malik Hooker? I don't or is know. he 28? It's just weird uh, to see the, the the classics from when you're a kid. Whatever those numbers were, yeah. that's what those numbers will always be. Yeah. there's And there's for the Cowboys, there's a lot of them. Like, if I, if I go to you right now without thinking, 54. Randy White. 72. Two Tall Jones. 77. Harvey Martin. Or Jim Jeffcoat. Uh, Harvey Martin was 78. Oh. Jim Jeffcoat was 77. Okay. Or yeah, 79. I'm sorry. Yeah, Harvey Martin, 79. Was John Dutton 78? Remember Big John Dutton? I don't remember him. Like, 24 is Everson Walls. 20 was Ron Springs. 11 was Danny White. It's just, they just pop. 44. They, 44 on the Cowboys. Ooh, that's Robert a good Newhouse. Oh, good one. Look at you. <laughs> that's a good one. That one doesn't, that one for whatever reason doesn't register with me. That is funny. But yeah, so like seeing all these numbers and now when you see them, like these offensive numbers on defense. Yeah, that's throwing me off. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. That and the number zero that some guys are wearing this yes. year, that's throwing me Didn't off. Didn't the Jets too. have a guy wearing zero last night? I don't know. I feel like there was a guy on the Jets wearing zero. Yeah, there's a couple. There's only a handful of players in the league. They said that, yeah. that are wearing zero, but that's just a strange one to see. It is odd. That is very. True. I want it. I want my defensive guys to wear the numbers they used to wear, and my offensive yeah. guys to wear their numbers. Well, even like Brandon Cooks is wearing number three. Yeah. Eh. It's and like when I see number one, like somebody wearing a one, Raphael Septien. Yeah, those were kickers. Who was a creep, as it turned out. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew <laughs> right. at the time? <laughs> he was like dating underage girls or something. Uh, something like that. Something yes. like that. Yeah. You know, it's funny too. When I think about cowboy kickers, I, and I don't know why this is. I think Raphael Septien immediately 
And then I think Roger Ruzek. I don't, I don't recall. No, him at yes, all. you do. Yeah, you probably Roger do. Roger Ruzak? Yeah, Roger Ruzak, yes. I, he probably wasn't even there that long, but he sticks out for some reason as a cowboy kicker. Uh, quick break, yes? Yes, Jerry. All right, we got a lot more to do, including, um, I don't know, whatever else got on his sheet. And I've, then you. I've, I've got yeah. a. I got a couple baseball notes. Oh, for you. we got baseball. Are they still playing baseball? They are, but I've got some more interesting notes. The Yankees took two from the Red Sox yesterday at Fenway. All that and more, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan.